0: Come on, I can get this show going. Come on, don't, don't don't let me down. Oh, thank God. Kevin Markwick.
1: Peaceful early morn he served the souls of cycles and the men who had the horn. And they all are very happy in the morning. But Jimmy didn't like his place in this world of ours. Where the elephant man brought strong sex, and he had too many pairs So I'm sad to see the grieving of the people that I'm leaving. And he took the road but God knows in the morning. We walked into the station in the rain. We kissed him as we put him on the train. And we sang him a song of now we knew that we'd be seeing him again. But sad to say I must be on my way, so buy me a beer and whiskey, cause I'm gone far away. Bad light, like to think I'll be returning when I can, to the greatest little boozer and to Sally MacLean. The years were by and smiles were so grew to be a man. I learned to love the virtues of Sister Sally MacLean. I took the cheers and drank the beers and crawled back home and done. I ended up a And took the hump and watered whiskey down. And took the hoes and horses through them and drank them brown. I heard the sight of Jimmy's making money far away. And some people left for heaven without warning. We walked them to the station in the rain. We kissed them as we put them on the train. And we sang them a song of tires long gone. Though in the end we'd be seeing them again. i to say, I must be on my way. so far When Jimmy came back home, he was surprised that they were gone. He asked me all the details of the train that they went on. Some people lay up scared to call, but Jimmy drank until he choked. Took the road for heaven in the morning. We walked into the station in the rain, and we kissed him as we put him on the train. And we sang him a song of times long.
0: Let's hope we're up and running again <laughs> uh, secret is to get comfortable so I bought one of those cushions with a hole in it hello it's Kevin Markwick here again for another two hours of what it is that uh, we do I do uh, Thank you Adrian for two hours of soul groovy loveliness. Let's hope we get to the end tonight. I have, uh, I got uh, nervous mouse finger, mouse finger. So on the show tonight, we got great music from Warpaint, uh, Simon Felice, Owls, uh, The Handsome Family, Sweet Babu, uh, music from Captain America, all um, the stud. and uh, all sorts of other stuff Uh, Agnes Obel, Beck it's going to be good I think but then I thought that last week so please sit back relax uh, loosen your appendage Or whatever it is you've got your hand on. And, uh, hopefully, enjoy the next two hours together. Uh, That's The Villagers, Occupy Your Mind, uh, the current single. Uh, At the top of the show, uh, to use the proper show business parlance, uh, you heard Sally McLellan uh, from The Pogues, uh, from the uh, Rum Sodomy and the Lash album in 1985. Now, uh, so those of you not familiar with the show, we'll play a bit of indie-styly music Uh, to the half hour then we get into an hour of film stuff and then we'll do sort of half an hour of uh, more good music uh, to run up to 11 o'clock and the thing is uh, it would be great if you got in touch with the show let me know uh, what you think what's going on you can hit me up on twitter at kevin markwick or you can go to the facebook page Um, uh, you can find us on facebook just type my name in and um Uh, it'll come up, The Kevin Markwick Show, and you can interact with the show there. You can go to the website, uh, Kevin... um... (laughs) No, I've not taken over yet. Um uckfieldfm.co.uk and you can interact with us there, there's webcams you can look at my dandruff on the back of my head there are many many ways to get in touch and all of them uh, it would be good to hear from you Um, I can't type back particularly well because the keyboard, those of you who listen to the show regularly know that we keep losing characters Uh, and now uh, I'm Kayin in in the studio because the V has now packed up which is great, so uh, in the meantime uh, this is rather good, this is uh, (music) Warpaint Keep it healthy, uh, War Paint from Los Angeles. That's from the current self titled album. Uh, they're not coming this way anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, they are playing a few festivals over the summer, uh, including Leeds and Reading. But no plans to play uh, Brighton. Uh, I think maybe they already have. Of course,
2: friend in a coma, I know, I know, it's serious. Girlfriend in a coma, I know, I know, it's really serious. There were times when I could have.
0: there you go the end is missing the gremlins have started something's going on you're all ganging up on me out there aren't you okay let's take a break
2: kevin markwick
3: times comes great success. When I met you, Blooms, I knew that we could be friends. Yeah, we could be friends. Despite our size, I still like your smile and the way you are. To categorise my life To nice and tidy piles So here's the deal Let's play DROVER and Drive away Drive away Until we both feel that salty breeze And we are both at ease And let's go
0: let's go swimming uh sweet babu the stage name of stephen black from the album of the same name
2: that's
0: rather good i think uh here's uh simon felice Sick
4: and tired of Gettysburg They made me write it down That was such heavy word For me to carry around Just a young American Another pretty slave Trying to get to heaven more Like all the billboards When running out into the night You named me baby blue Took my shaky hand Loved me for a year or two And danced well, away yeah. again I understand It took a while to learn Cause you were trying to teach me then To damn the heavy words Meet me down in Gettysburg Hold me in the shade Roaming on the very earth Where dying boys had laid we're dying boys and
0: Lot. I think it's got an end on it. Whew. Not that I'm nervous at all, you know, not that I'm twitching. Uh, Simon Felice, uh, Gettysburg from the Strangers album, uh, which came out the back end of last year. Uh, he's currently touring the UK actually, um, and he's in the. Um, what's the name? You know. <laughs> the comedia in brighton on wednesday this week and uh, actually he's in london at the bush hall uh and they're the sort of relevant dates for local people but um if i can get down maybe i will and have a look uh the other thing of course is i want to say hello to the podcast people because i know a lot of people listen to the podcast so you know if you're staying awake specifically to hear the show, then you can also podcast it for the bits you doze off. And maybe I could listen to the bits I doze off in as well. That would be rather nice. Um, So what we'll do is we'll have one more track, then an ad break, and then we kind of do that thing into the film part of the show uh, where we've got uh, stuff from uh, The Handsome Family, Clint Mansell, uh, Henry Jackman. Uh, And what I'm also going to do is do a sort of a bit of a time travel thing, uh, go back to April 1978. That's my thing. I miss Cheney. I miss him. Chaney come back um, you know what I'm going to do is go to uh, a month in, in one of the years randomly I'll pick a random year and then we'll look at the whole month so I'm going back to April 1978 and the tosh uh, the people of Upfield were watching at that time so we'll uh, finish off the uh, the first music part of the show with Owls <laughs> surprise that's not my area of expertise I'm afraid Uh, that's actually the first material they've done for 15 years or something yeah 13 years from the album 2 which is very good now um, what was I going to tell you oh we'll have a break then we go into the film stuff and what I might do actually on the other side of the break is play you the jingle I made (laughs) if you're really really lucky so stay tuned Ready, the Kevin Markwick chef. That's a bingo. He's more machine man
1: than man, twisted and evil.
0: What do you think? It's a bit underwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so here we are at the film part of the show, and um. Actually, it's a bit erroneously called the film part of the show because I'm going to do some TV. Increasingly, TV is uh, getting better than a lot of the films are out there. And I can't believe I said that. But I think it's true if we're all really, really honest with ourselves. We've got films coming up 149 minutes long. Children's films, 140. Anyway, don't get me started on that one. Um... So, I didn't... You didn't get me started. I started myself. I started myself. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at a couple of TV shows uh, to start with. Two quite extraordinary things. Um, We're going to start with um, Walking Dead um, and the music, which is... Tremendous by uh, Bear McCreary and I didn't know, I'd not heard of him not not that that doesn't mean he isn't famous because I haven't heard of him but uh, he hadn't hadn't quite sort of got onto my radar, he's a young composer in LA who uh, shot to prominence uh, with the great work he did on the reboot of Battlestar Galactica from 2004 onwards Um, he's also composed a lot of television stuff actually the Sarah uh, Connor Chronicles which is not easy to say Uh, The Cape, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, his features have been mostly straight to video so far, um, although he did move up to theatrical in 2010 when he scored, let's face it, the unmissable Step Up 3D. Yes, um, but I suppose uh, Battlestar and Walking Dead are his most uh, most famous things, and this is the uh, the main theme from Walking Dead. It's the uh Bear McCreary theme from The Walking Dead. Uh, I gather the Uncle remix, maybe that isn't featured in the actual show itself? I don't know. I have to admit to, um, I've been binging on that one a bit, uh trying to get past season two. And I'm going to start season three when I get home tonight. In fact, i knocked season two off over the last two days. Boy, that was a lot of acting going on, wasn't there? Uh, now, um, the quite remarkable True Detective also features a, um... A striking opening sequence, rather like the, the Walking Dead one. Um, this time not ri- written specifically for the show. Uh, it comes from alternative country band, The Handsome Family. And it's taken from their 2003 album, Singing Bones. And it's quite perfect. Um, it's, uh, yeah, well, have a listen. If you've not seen the show, um, I haven't seen the end of it yet. Has the end of it been broadcast over here? We're about halfway through it. But it really is unsettling. Um, uh, this is The Handsome Family. It's wonderful isn't it uh, f- uh, as used in true detective that's the handsome family uh, from their album singing bones in 2003 uh now Clint Mansell, former Pop Will Eat Itself uh, frontman, made a huge impact with his score for Darren Aronofsky's uh, Pie in 1998. Uh, He's since gone on to score every Aronofsky film, actually, including Requiem for a Dream uh, and Black Swan. And uh, Aronofsky's Noah, with Russell Crowe in the title role, hit cinemas worldwide last week. And Mansell's uh, epic score is more than up to the task. This is the main theme, uh, Make Thee an Ark. An arc, uh part of Clint Mansell's extraordinarily brilliant score for Noah, uh Darren Aronofsky's uh bonkers, mad, enormous, great film that sort of uh demands demands that you see it really. Uh okay, so uh what's next? Uh, let's have a look. Oh yes, another Brit, actually, uh from over here, doing rather well over there as he um advert is to say what was that for don't remember um is henry jackman uh he scored a bunch of big budget movies for the studios including x-men first class wreck it ralph gi joe captain phillips um he done quite well really isn't he for himself uh his score for another captain Besuited captain america uh is out this week uh and this is a cue from it More generic that one, don't you think? Uh, Lemurian Star is the name of the cue from Captain America: The Winter Soldier by Henry uh, Jackman, which uh, is a fine film. Uh, is it? Well, it's okay. It kind of um, starts off well, uh, but doesn't quite have the courage of its uh, originality that it had at the beginning, and then kind of fails into the normal bish bosh, bing bang, crash bang, wallop. Nonsense we've become accustomed to with Marvel films. So uh, let's have uh, a break and then we'll uh, don the uh, time, time pants uh, get to go back to 1978. Late evenings on Ugfield FM with 4 Networking. Choose from over 5,000 meetings countrywide, including here in Ugfield. Visit 4
2: Imagine living in your own rural paradise, enjoying the life you've always wanted. That's exactly what you get when you purchase a retirement apartment at Holy Cross Priory near Heathfield. Enjoy the vibrant social community, relax in the spacious grounds, and live the lifestyle you deserve. Why not experience Holy Cross for yourself at our Open Day on Saturday, April 26th from 10 until 3? Find out more at holycrosspriory.co.uk. Enjoy your retirement in your own beautiful apartment here at Holy Cross Priory. If you want to find a new business property or help with an existing one, Lawson Commercial are the specialists to contact. They've been around for 25 years and have extensive local knowledge. Lawson Commercial offer a professional and friendly service and a great selection of properties, including retail, offices, warehouses, factories, land and investments. They can also help with valuations, rent reviews, lease renewals and rating. Whether you're a landlord or tenant, contact us for free, no obligation advice on 01825 764488 or click on lawsoncommercial.co.uk for good, honest commercial property advice you can trust and still supported by our K9 (laughs) team. Lawson Commercial, marketing commercial property in East Sussex.
4: If you've been the victim of an accident that wasn't your fault, consider calling Dawson Hart. We provide a personal expert service caring for clients on an individual basis. We'll deal with your injury claim and maximize your compensation. Don't suffer in silence. Get the compensation you deserve by calling Dawson Hart on 01825762281. That's 01825762281. Dawson Hart Solicitors. We're right here in Uckfield, and we're ready to work for you.
2: Evening sound better. 105 Uckfield FM.
4: Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? You, you see, we can move in the other three. As the doctor said, up, down, forwards, backwards, sideways. But when it comes to time, we are prisoners.
2: Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. You it! You blew it up! God oh, damn you! God damn you What the
1: hell! It must be some kind of
0: hot tub time machine. Okay, so it's back to the archives uh after last season uh, and our 80s nonsense we're going to go back to my archives at my cinema uh, i've chosen to look back at what we were showing at the picture house in upfield in april 1978 uh it's something i remember quite well actually um and I remember at the time we still shared a mixture of old films uh and new films video had yet to emerge as a, a format that you would watch at home so we'd have new stuff and you could still there were films you know you could play forever and ever. Um, you know, blazing saddles played for 10 years. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, there were all sorts, all sorts. Uh, April 1978 was a month of mixed fortunes. Um, it's quite good memories for me because I was learning how to show films that whole Easter. I would have been, what, 15, I suppose? Yeah. Um, and I took my first changeover, something no projectionist will ever, ever, ever take again, where we had to change over from one projector to another uh, in the middle of the film because they came in uh, small 20 minute reels. Um, you know, and Carbon art and all those kind of things that I learnt on oh yes indeed I've been doing it for a very very long time um, so it's, it's something I have uh, actual, um, quite a strong memory of I think I said that didn't I stop wittering, boy uh, anyway the, the week starts on a Sunday remember the films ran from Sunday to Saturday uh, and we were by this point playing seven day films as well so uh, but we had a one day on that Sunday April the 2nd um uh it was a double feature of two actually quite controversial films quite a clever double bill actually i'm not sure he meant it in that way now it would be considered a very clever clever double bill uh, straw dogs and fritz the cat okay you've had your fun i'll give you one more chance and if you don't clear out now there'll be real
1: trouble i mean
3: it this is david sumner all his life he's been running away Turning his back on trouble, involvement, and confrontation. Until now.
2: There are five men out there.
3: I know that. He took his wife and fled to an English country town. There was once a time, Mrs. Sumner, when you were ready to beg me for it.
2: Take your hands off me. Hmm. What's he doing? Yeah.
3: Hmm. He thought he could find peace and refuge instead he found that a man can't hide forever.
0: It kind of lives in infamy, really. It, it had a huge impact, and we we played it a lot of times. I'm not sure what... I mean, it's a film that makes people uncomfortable now, actually, if we're honest. Um, but it didn't have quite the same effect, certainly not on the audiences that were coming to see it, in the, uh, that you might imagine. Uh, it was made in 1971 by uh, maverick American director Sam Peckinpah, he of the Wild Bunch and uh all those other kind of violent westerns uh, and convoy oddly um and it was set in Cornwall. He came to the UK to shoot it. Uh, And like I say, it remains controversial to this day. Dustin Hoffman plays a timid maths professor who explodes into violence after prolonged provocation from the locals, uh, not least because they rape his wife, um, played by Susan George. It was banned, and it was unbanned, uh, refused a video certificate when video finally arrived, and then pointlessly, I mean, really pointlessly remade in uh, 2011. Uh, Peckinpah always maintained that it was a, a meditation on how uh violence corrupts everybody but i'm not sure i don't know it's 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 a difficult one um but like i say it always took money and we played it quite a lot there were quite a few of those um uh, death weekend was another one very kind of strange time for for american exploitation movies some of them were rather uh rather horrid uh now so the second feature was uh, fritz the cat
4: Uh, how would you like to bug out now? By God, man, I'm gonna bug out. Did he say bug out, baby? Go ahead, baby, bug (laughs) out, bug out. Ain't no bug out. What
2: kind of shit is a bug out to him? I know it is, it's some kind of Uh, (laughs) dance.
0: Oh, yeah. Fritz the Cat was a totally bonkers adult animation by Ralph Bakshi, uh, based on a character created by Robert Crumb. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the first X-rated animated film. Fritz is a pot-smoking, horny cat from New York. And I don't mean that in the kind of, he was a cat, man, thing. I mean, he was a cat. (laughs) An actual cat.
2: Some stud gone
3: and left his keys.
0: Mm-hmm. Who has sex the whole time and is in constant trouble with the police who are portrayed as pigs, uh, you know, actual pigs. Uh, it became a massive hit. Uh, she went on to make the rather underrated animated version of uh, Lord of the Rings, which technically remains an unfinished work, but certainly worth checking out. I actually rather enjoyed it. He did a lot of rotoscoping, you know, that thing where they um, photograph actors and then they draw over them, Yeah. Anyway, go and have a look, because that's good. So Fritz the Cat and uh, Straw Dogs, Sunday one day. Monday for six days, this being the Easter holidays, Bugsy Malone, Alan Parker's debut feature uh, that had kids playing 1920s Chicago gangsters, uh, one of which was Jodie Foster, of course, already considered a veteran at age 13. Uh, Custard pies replaced bullets, and everyone drove pedal cars. See, that's what they should do in America. Take away their guns and give them splurge guns instead. Uh, the whole thing's breezy fun um, and holds up really well, actually. Even I mean, if you see it today, I think it kind of breezes along and it's uh, still a tremendous amount of fun, featuring a unique-sounding set of songs with music and lyrics by uh, Paul Williams. Then From Bugsy Malone, uh, which we were playing this time in 1978, April 1978. So that week, Straw Dogs and uh, Fritz the Cat t- took 138 pounds and 80p, and Bugsy took 408 pounds and 80. He, uh, In truth, Bugsy struggled a bit, actually. The mats were okay, but the evenings were no good at all. Um, this was before the Enlightened Days, when you could run something in the afternoon and something more suitable for adults in the evening. Uh, 783 admissions in six days. Not bad. I think that must have been the uh, second week of the Easter holidays, because the week before we were running last remake of Beaugest and the Big Bus, which are films... You don't see them anymore, and they are great. You should go and find those. Maybe maybe I'll find some stuff from them in, in the future, because they're cray-fun. Big bus predated airplane by some years, and he's actually almost as funny as a spoof of disaster movies. Anyway, the following week, April the 9th for Seven Days, so I think the kids must have gone back to school, uh, one of the worst takes we ever had. One-on-one, it was called. Uh, a tedious story of a high school basketball player, played by Robbie Benson, who goes to university... And we go... Boring and of no interest to anyone. Uh, I, I wonder whether it was one of those least worst bookings that we have to do from time to time, you know? I'm still forced, I have to look at the book and I go, well, nothing's any good, but that might be the least worst, you know? We don't always, unfortunately, get a pick of absolutely peachy films to play um, from a box office point of view, certainly. Uh, although I do notice it was Warner Brothers uh, who wielded terrible power at the time. Um, Maybe uh, he was a bit petrified that if he didn't take that, he wouldn't have got that, which did used to go on. It doesn't go on anymore, but it definitely used to go on back in those days. Uh, Grease lightning, actually was the second feature, which I seem to remember enjoying uh, more. It's another film you don't see uh, anymore, with Richard Pryor as a NASCAR driver, first black NASCAR driver, facing all sorts of racism. Uh, And it was made by Car Wash director Michael Schultz, actually. Uh, I remember enjoying it, but I certainly haven't seen it since anywhere. But terrible business, I mean, really. Uh, Here are the admissions for the seven days each day. Look, 65, 9, 21, 15 26 17 and 47 this is in a 350 seater Uh, 143 pounds in a week that's the downside of only having one screen you see if you put a film on and it dies you are done for this is why we have multiple screens oh see it's all making sense now anyway uh things pepped up the following week in all sorts of ways dear oh dear The Stud did I just say oh dear oh dear like a sitcom character I did The Stud based on the saucy novel by Jackie Collins took an absolute fortune set in London's disco nightclub heyday it starred an already slightly over the hill Joan Collins as a nympho bored wealthy wife who implies who employs impressively coiffured hunk, uh, Oliver Tobias, to service not just her chic nightclub, but her and all her board friends too. Oh, he's the stir. By the end, as any man would, he flees from such madness. This is a film of little or no actual merit. Exploitative and shallow, it was an early example of the power of TV advertising. Uh, audiences lured in by the somewhat empty promise of raunchy sex and sophistication. Like, like we have in Upfield. Uh, presumably, the Jackie Collins Joan Collins hookup made it even more irresistible. Although Joan's uh, career was actually relaunched by this film, really. And it's equally, equally successful follow-up, The Bitch. I can't imagine she was on Hollywood's radar for Colby stardom until this point. Anyway. We all thought it was rather icky when we were that age, back in, what, 16 years old? 15? I know, we shouldn't have been saying it. It was an X. Uh, watching a 45-year-old woman cavorting in such a fashion. Tobias went on to make a couple of uh, indifferent films and then transitioned into second banana rolls on TV. The disco score had that sort of crap British disco feel. And the ex-boxer George Walker, who funded it and released it, made out like a bandit. Uh, we took a very healthy 1,058 pounds in seven days 1,345 admissions which after one-on-one seemed like we were heaving it's really terrible isn't it oh that's enough of that anyway the last week in April saw the second of the Sweeney TV spin-off films uh, Sweeney 2
3: Cool, look at that shouldn't be allowed but there's another one look
1: Why don't you belt up? I'm a member of Scotland Yard's famous Flying Squad. This is Detective Sergeant Carter Flying Squad.
4: I want you to nail this team. What's the speciality? Hey Rob
1: Banks. Looks like we've been wrong footy. Their saloons ran George's vehicle. The Merc stopped here. His four geezers got out of it. Then the shooters were out. They're back on the big screen. Tougher than ever. Oh yeah of Waterman. Team of Made Sweeney are forced
0: to remember. remember Yeah. Why is there an American voiceover on a British film? Drives me nuts. You know, we used to do this sort of thing rather well, the brick crime movie. Even if this was a TV spin-off.
1: He drove straight into my
0: sergeant. Uh, I suppose TV has uh, rather put pay to it now, but, you know, films like Villain, The Squeeze, of course, the last great Brit crime movie, The Long Good Friday. Uh, obviously, this film had the advantage of giving us two already, uh, you know, well-established characters, Reagan and Carter, but the script by Troy Kennedy Martin clicks along and the top draw supporting cast is great, uh, not least the strangely voiced uh, Georgina Hale i suppose this sort of more considered crime film has been replaced by the more more sort of knuckle-headed jason statham school of capering um but you know given that we lived in a world of tv spin-offs at that time when we had to sort of put up with it this actually was one of the better ones and so was the first sweeney film as well um so there you go that was april 1978 folks how was it for you do you remember it please at kevin markwick Uh, on Twitter, uh, let me know on Facebook, The Kevin Markwick Show were you there, did you see any of those films in 1978 some of you must have done because I know I did Uh, so I'll take a break and when we come back we're going to look at uh, what's been doing well uh, since uh, Christmas because I was going to do that last week and didn't get the time So, when we got horribly foreshortened last week, one of the things I was going to tell you about was uh, the kind of films, or the films, that we've been taking uh, good money, that you've been coming to see in Upfield uh, since Christmas, since we were last together, and it's been a fantastic start to the year, um, you know, and it's actually, to be honest, the sort of best time of the year for us, really, um, you know, when all the posh stuff, all the awards baiting comes out, when they wheel out the Denches and the mirrors. And the Winslets and uh, parade them in front of you for your perusal. Although I don't think we've got any of them. <laughs> Having said that, I don't think there's any in this list. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. I'll tell you about the top six films. There you go. So number six, uh, the sixth highest grossing film so far in Upfield this year is Monuments Men. <laughs> That's part of Alexander De Platt's score for um, Monuments Men, which is the sixth uh, most popular film in Upfield so far this year. And the, well, the ubiquitous Alexander De Platt. We'll play another one from him in a minute. Uh, he seems to be doing pretty much everything. So what was next after Monuments Men? Lots of people came to see that. Even more people came to see, which surprised me, I have to say, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. 18 certificate, three hours long. What? I said, it's never going to take any money. So never ask me to book your cinema. Mm robbie robertson and uh the music composed for the end credits of the wolf of wall street which uses the um that bonkers speech by matthew mcconaughey when he starts tapping his chest in the in the restaurant um he does all that kind of insane stuff which you would imagine he'd made up that character uh until he accepted his oscar and you realized no, that's what Matthew hona, 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 Hey is actually like. So, uh, to be fair, I didn't say it wouldn't take money. I just said we might struggle here, uh, 18, you know, three hours. But Scorsese trumped everything, and it was quite a mad, extraordinary film. Uh, the next uh, best film, uh, the next most popular film, number, what would that be? One, two, three, four, The Railway Man. Uh, slightly sort of dour, I thought, if I'm honest. Um story of uh, of reconciliation with uh, Lady Colin of Firth and uh, Sir Nicole of Kidman. Uh, Lego Movie is the second most popular film so far in in Uckfield. There you go. And if you think I'm playing Everything is Awesome, then you've got another thing coming. You're listening to the wrong show. Um, But I can't complain, can I? It's done very, very, very well indeed. But... Uh, the highest grossing film uh, actually was the Oscar winning uh, Oscar winner for Best Picture. The best, best, uh, or s- sorry, the most popular film in upfield so far this year has been uh, 12 Years a Slave. And when they, when I saw ham Zimmer was doing the score, I thought, what? What? You know, he does like Batman, all that gladiator and noisy stuff. Is he going to tromple all over it? But no, he didn't. He wrote a sensitive and wonderful score. Solomon's theme from uh, 12 Years a Slave uh, by Hans Zimmer I really wasn't expecting that um uh, for him to write such a and there's very little uh, background uh, what's the word underscore in it actually Steve McQueen doesn't do that the director um so it was used sparingly and it was used effectively and uh, is actually the most uh, popular film in Upfield so far this year and you know what I missed one out <laughs> So I should do a rundown again, shouldn't I? Because I I missed... Uh, well, do you want to hear the top ten, actually? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There you go. I can tell you what the top ten are. Uh, the Hobbit at number ten, uh, which was still playing from uh, Christmas, NT Live Warhorse, extraordinary um, number nine. So that's basically in like four performances. That's a big, big thing uh, for us now. The live uh, satellite transmission. Uh, in fact, I think we almost took as much with the with the Warhorse uh, National Theatre transa- um, transmission as we did with Steven Spielberg's film. But that's another story. Uh, Frozen was hanging on in there. Uh, Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, then Monuments Men, Wolf of Wall Street railway man uh grand budapest hotel which is the one i missed out i should have told you about and i'm going to play the music from that now because i like that one uh and it's my show i can play what i like uh lego movie everything is awesome if you haven't seen it actually it's tremendous fun and 12 years a slave but uh so i'm going to play the um alexandra day plat des plat day plat can somebody tell me what is it um Uh, did the score for grand budapest hotel wes anderson's mad great big sort of bouffant of a of a a film um and they call this traditional i think i said this last week traditional arrangement how traditional can it be because he kind of this is a made-up place it doesn't exist so it can't be traditional but what it does do is put a great big cheesy grin on your face Wonderful. The Grand Budapest Hotel, even the little animated uh, dancing Cossack in the corner, puts a smile on your face. If you haven't seen it, go soon, because it's going to disappear and end up on the television or something. So that's the end of the uh, film portion of the show. Uh, I am trying to line up some guests to come in, uh, sort of film guests, Um, but they're quite busy people, so it's quite difficult kind of arranging everybody and finding dates that they can come in, but it's going quite well. I'll be able to tell you more about that Uh, uh, maybe in a week or so it's time uh, but in the meantime it's time for a break and then we'll, we'll, we'll sort of do the rundown to the news with lots of groovy wonderful music Kevin Markwick Sobel, uh, Aventine from the album of the same name. Unfortunately, she's not coming our way, uh, anytime soon. Uh, she is playing at the Barbecue on April the 19th, but that has, uh, long since sold out, I'm afraid. So you'd have to do unspeakable things to get a ticket. Um, so that was, uh, if you have any memories actually of, or anything you think that might be good to do in the film section of the show, then please let me know at Kevin Markwick on Twitter or the Facebook page, or you can, uh, email us, uh, studio at, uh, It would be really good to hear from you. And if you're listening to the podcast, it would be good to hear from you too, because you're an important part of the audience as well. Um, and cause actually what we've got coming up is our center centenary 1916 the place is built so in uh, two years time we're 100 years old so we're going to start to put lots of exciting things together and maybe we'd like to speak to people in the local area who have memories of the cinema you know because we don't i I have very little actually in the way of uh, old old stuff about the cinema um so that's something we'll be announcing and uh trying to get the local community involved with our big big centenary in 2016 if my nerves last that long, okay, here's Beck. I think that's some of the best stuff he's done for a while, actually. Uh, Beck, morning from the new album, Morning Phase. Now, I didn't mean, when I said it was hundred years old. I didn't mean to infer that you know I was hundred years old. I meant the cinema was hundred years old. Uh, although, actually, as a family, we we family we arrived in nineteen sixty four, so that means we'll have been there for fifty two years, uh, which is quite something. That means that's over half of its entire life, which is, I suppose, something to be celebrated or or or, uh, or regretted depends on your point of view believe me not everyone loves us as much as uh, as as uh, other people might um i'm wittering on i shall i continue with the music it's getting late <laughs> The Ledger Society from the 2009 LP, *The Sleeper*. That's uh, *Last of the Melting Snow*. So Spurs five, Sunderland one. Then, yeah. So at least, uh, well, Gus will be making one visit to the Amex next uh, next season. only love can break your heart of course it can that and your bank statement uh neil young from the seminal 1970 album after the gold rush uh we'll take a break and then it is all over we may well have got to the end
2: 105,
0: that's it it's all over thank you very 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 much for listening it means so much to me and uh we got to the end well done everybody Hold, hold. Um, And hopefully, uh, I'll uh, see you next week. I'm going to leave you with the insanely talented, insanely young and talented Mackenzie Scott, who goes by the name of Torres. This is called uh, uh, November Baby from her debut RP. Night, night, everyone. I love you.